Well, how is it December already? The Boston Bruins have played 22 games, 60 games remaining on the schedule, but at this point in the season, they are first in many important stat categories. We're going to see where they measure up against the NHL's top five teams, as well as touch on the Jack Edwards and Pat Maroon situation here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Thursday, December 1st. Happens to be my birthday. I am off work today. And after recording the podcast, heading down to Hamilton to hit up a couple of cider places and have a nice meal out, a steak dinner with, uh, with my wife. I'm very excited about that. But first, of course, some Bruins talk. Quick thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. I believe November was the best month in terms of average daily downloads, so I very much appreciate all of you who have subscribed, who download and listen on a regular basis. You can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify. If it's on your Spotify wrapped, tag me on Twitter at LockedNHLBruins or at ENC McLaren. Uh, You can also find the podcast on YouTube for a video presentation as well as some bonus content over there, post-game reaction, breaking news, etc. The Bruins are off today. They have three between the game the other night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Saturday's tilt with the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. We're going to preview that game tomorrow. The Avs a bit banged up at the moment. Not quite the force they were in the playoffs, but still obviously uh, a very good team and one the Bruins can't take lightly. On Thursdays here on Locked on Bruins, I do my weekly cup check. It's a look at the NHL's top five teams and where the Bruins rank among them. They have some competition emerging in the Atlantic Division. There's a couple teams out west that have been pretty good lately. And another team in the east that is as close to the Bruins as any. But as it stands here on December 1st, the Bruins are 19-3. and They're in a tie for the most Points accrued through this point of the regular season, 38. But they've played one fewer game than the New Jersey Devils and therefore have a better point percentage, 864 point percentage. They are tops, actually they're second in the NHL in total goals. They are top ranked team in terms of fewest goals allowed and because they've only played 22 games they therefore rank first in goals four per game with 3.95 
and they have allowed the fewest goals per game, 2.18. Their power play is second ranked in the NHL, 30.1. The top team is the Colorado Avalanche, Saturday's opponents. And their penalty kill is second ranked in the NHL behind the San Jose Sharks. And that, of course, took a bit of a hit when it came to um, Derek Forbort's recent injury. And hopefully the penalty kill will be even more improved than it was this past month where the Bruins were kind of a middle-of-the-pack team. So as of right now, the Bruins are a legit wagon and have indeed been the best team in the NHL to date. You can quibble about their strength of schedule. Uh, We'll look at their underlying numbers in the next part of the show, but as it stands... The Bruins have done as well with their schedule as any team around the NHL, if not better. You can only play the teams that are on the schedule. You can say, oh, maybe the NHL gave them a favorable schedule off the top because Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy were going to be injured. Whatever. The Bruins have played 22 games. They've won 19 of them more than anybody else around the NHL, save for the New Jersey Devils, who have lost one more game than the Bruins. And they're indeed the second team in the top five this week. 19-4, and uh, 3.78 goals per game, which is fourth in the NHL. And they're allowing only 2.22 goals per game, which is second behind the Bruins. So the New Jersey Devils are, are legit. If you've been sleeping on the Devils, thinking they might come back down to earth, don't because they're a legit team in the Eastern Conference, if not a legit Stanley Cup contender. Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt up front, Dougie Hamilton, John Marino, who's been injured on the back end. Vitek Vanacek has stepped up and become a legitimate uh, starter for the Devils. The third place team right now, Vegas Golden Knights, who the Bruins will play twice over the next couple of weeks. 17-6-1 are Bruce Cassidy's team. Uh, they're up there in terms of goals per game. They rank ninth. They're allowing um, 2.63 goals per game, which is seventh. So in those key metrics, they're outside the top five. But total points, they're third. And point percentage, they are third as well. Now, the fourth place team in terms of point percentage is quite a surprise. That is the Seattle Kraken. They're 14, 5, and 3, 31 points, a 705 point percentage. Uh, Their offense rolling at 3.82 goals per game. They could use a bit more defensive. help as their goals allowed per game is 14th. Uh, So if they can shore up the defense, maybe Philip Grubauer returns from injury, stabilizes the net, although Martin Jones has played pretty well, then um, they could be a legit playoff team, could possibly challenge to win a round or two, although beating Vegas in the playoffs Pacific would be kind of difficult. There's a red-hot team that has jumped into the top five. 
our old friends, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're 15-5-5, a 700-point percentage. Uh, Their offense, not as good as you might think it would be. They are ranked 18th with a 3.04 goals per game average. It's actually their goaltending that has been uh, stellar as of late, allowing 2.48 goals per game. That's third fewest in the NHL. Matt Murray, Ilya Samsonov, uh, beginning to form a, a pretty decent goaltending tandem for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, there's a couple teams outside the top five that we need to keep an eye on. Out west, <clears throat> the Winnipeg Jets, Jets rank sixth with a 690 point percentage so far. The Dallas Stars, 652. I really think this team is emerging as a legitimate threat out west uh they like the bruins have three pretty balanced scoring lines they have some great talent on the back end and a emerging star goalie in jake ottinger uh the colorado avalanche we'll talk more about them tomorrow like i said as we preview saturday's game uh they rank ninth when it comes to point percentage the carolina hurricanes are eighth uh, and they, too, always a team to be keeping an eye on, although they are currently allowing more goals per game than they are generating. If they can get their offense going, Max Pacioretty will soon be back in the lineup or making his debut for the Hurricanes, so they could be a team to keep an eye on. Coming up, I'm going to take a look at kind of the underlying numbers and see where uh, the Bruins stack up against the top five teams in some key metrics. Uh, But first, as always, this podcast is brought to you today by BetOnline. Now, BetOnline is the number one source for all sports betting information this season. You can get betting info, lines, props, futures, as well as stats, news, and analysis. All the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from the World Cup of Soccer, this week's football schedule, NHL, NBA, soccer, baseball in the summer, even esports, they've got it all at betonline.net. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix in, and you can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. They have all the info on the games that matter, the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and get all the information that matters from the Locked On Sports Today podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. All right, so those of you who listen to the podcast regularly know that I like to dip my toes into some more advanced stats. I'm not an advanced stat guru by any stretch of the imagination, but it's important to look at stats beyond goals for and against points accrued um special teams 
and look at, I like to look at shot attempt differential, uh, scoring chance differential, expected goals, and uh, PDO as well, which is looking at shooting percentage plus save percentage and seeing whether it's above or below 100, which is usually where teams land in the long run. So when it comes to shot attempt differential at 5-on-5, the Bruins have generated 965. They've allowed 880 for a 52.3% differential in their favor. That ranks 7th among all NHL teams. You have Carolina, New Jersey, Florida, the Flames, Rangers, and Senators all above the Bruins. Senators particularly interesting seeing as their last place in the Atlantic Division in the Eastern Conference. When it comes to uh, scoring chance differential, the Bruins, a bit better here. They rank fourth in the NHL with a scoring chance differential of 54.75 behind New Jersey. Florida, Carolina. They too were up there when it comes to um, a shot attempt differential. High danger shot attempt differential. The Bruins rank third here, 55.7 behind New Jersey and Vegas. You can see how New Jersey is really up there in terms of these key metrics. Add it all up, and the Bruins have an expected goal differential of 55.01 behind New Jersey, Carolina, and Florida. New Jersey, number one there. They're number one in points. And second behind the Bruins in point differential. You can see how they are indeed a legitimate team to be reckoned with. And we have to be... uh, Aware of Carolina and Florida as well in the Eastern Conference. They're ahead of the Bruins in all of these key metrics. Where the Bruins have made up the difference so far is in goaltending. Five on five, they have a save percentage of 94.51, which is far and away tops in the NHL. The next closest team is... Colorado Avalanche, 94.41. The Bruins also have an 8.93 shooting percentage, 5-on-5. Add it up, and they have a high PDO of 103.4. Again, if you look at kind of the 13, 14, 15 teams, they're all around an even 100. Meaning, the Bruins likely won't get 94.5 save percentage all season long. And so that could be an area where they regress a bit and take some L's along the way. That's just It's just going to happen. It's very difficult to keep up that level of excellence in net all season long. Let's kick it over to all situations for a moment. Majority of the games played 5-on-5, but not all of it. Bruins rank 6th still in uh, shot attempt differential when it comes to high danger 
shot attempt differential. They rank second in all situations. Testament to how well their power play has been going. And their PDO even higher at 104.2 as they've gotten a lot of success on the the power play. Shooting percentage of 11.55. Save percentage goes a bit down, which is natural. You're going to allow more goals uh, on the penalty kill than you will 5-on-5 generally. Uh, But the Bruins still in or within the top five when it comes to some of these underlying numbers. But the New Jersey Devils are higher than them in some of these key metrics, and they have a more reasonable PTO of 102 in all situations, which puts them down in uh, six. The Bruins, I don't want to say they've been lucky so far, but they have had perhaps an easier schedule than some. And uh, no. What's happening? I've lost the video portion of the show here for some reason. Um, that's annoying, but seems like it's still recording uh, audio, so let's keep going. Let me uh, put up some thing on the background. No, whatever. That's annoying. Um, so what was I saying? Yes, I don't want to start over here. So all that to say, the Bruins, top five team when it comes to shot, attempt, differential, top five in other key metrics, but perhaps not as encouraging as some of the other teams around the NHL, including the New Jersey Devils and Carolina, Florida, a team to watch out for as well. All right, let's take a quick ad break here. We'll come back and talk about the Jack Edwards and Pat Maroon situation. First, I want to thank you again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Please do subscribe if you haven't already and uh, join the Locked On Bruins train as we head into December. All right, so the big talk around the Bruins The other day was with respect to Jack Edwards, Pat Maroon, and what he said during the game the other night. If you missed it for whatever reason, uh, here's what Jack Edwards said during the game. Uh, He was discussing Pat Maroon, who's listed at 238 pounds. He has a nickname, Big Rig, but also a nickname, Fat Pat. Edward said, he was listed at 238 pounds on day one of training camp. I've got a feeling he's had a few more pizzas between then and now. Edwards added, intermittent fasting for Pat Maroon is like four hours without a meal. Pat Maroon, of course, won... uh, Back-to-back Stanley Cups with the St. Louis Blues in 2019, beating the Bruins. 
Tampa Bay Lightning in 2020, uh, then won a third consecutive championship in 2021. You could easily come back with, I can't hear you, I've got my Stanley Cups rings in my ears, a la Patrick Roy. But what he did do was, oh, I should add, Edwards did acknowledge Maroon's playoff achievements. He said, hey, three cups in a row, who can argue with his formula? I don't think Edwards was being particularly malicious. Um, I think he was just, you know, talking, thinking he was being funny and didn't really come off uh, that way too many, including some prominent hockey media people who uh, called Jack Edwards out on Twitter. Now, the person whose response mattered most is, of course, Pat Maroon. He responded Wednesday that he would make a $2,000 donation in Edwards' name to Tampa Bay Thrives in support of those struggling with mental health, bullying, and body image, and he encouraged others to do the same. Steven Stamkos uh, jumping on that as well. Some others on the... um, Hockey Twitter, including the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, of whom Jack Edwards has had issues with in the past. Now, I'm not the biggest Jack Edwards guy. I'm going to say that up front. I could take him or leave him. Um, Obviously not for everybody, including some Bruins fans who get tired of his shtick every now and again. Um, I think he was trying to be funny here, not trying to be particularly malicious. Uh, one, the president of the Hockey Writers Association accused him of being drunk, which is a whole other issue. Uh, if you don't want someone fat shaming, perhaps don't talk like that about someone else when you don't have the whole story. And that's the whole point of this. Edwards is out of turn talking about Maroon's weight, others speaking out of turn, talking about Jack Edwards, not focusing solely on what was said, but also making allusions to inebriation. And Pat Maroon setting the example by taking the high road and making a donation in Edwards' name to an organization that supports people who are being bullied, struggling with body image, etc. That is the moral of the story here. A, don't speak out of turn about people when you don't really know what you're talking about. And B, when that happens, it's always best to kill them with kindness. Take the high road. That's all I'm going to say about that. Apologies for whatever camera malfunction is going on here that cut out on the YouTube uh, feed. Apologies for uh, yeah, not, uh, being able to present the whole podcast in video form today in the brief interruption when I realized that (laughs) during recording. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Thank you for, uh, the ongoing support. Again, I'm off now to enjoy the day in Hamilton, taste some cider, eat some steak, and, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with a full video presentation, as well as, Um, a preview of 
Saturday's game against the Avalanche and all the latest on the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.